Hey, this is Amy with intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. I'm an intuitive. I read energy accurately. I read energetic patterns. I take all of that to help you become the person you want to be. So I call myself an intuitive coach. You can learn more about me and the services I offer. I work one-on-one at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. All right. I've been watching the show that's been playing in the background of my life has been Suits. And some a couple years ago, somebody had said like, oh, it's such a great show. And I, you know, I didn't know anything about it, but I thought of it recently because I just wanted a show to play in the background. So, you know, I pay attention, but not really. I'm doing a lot of other stuff. It keeps me company. And so what I've noticed with Suits, A, it's a, it's, it's, the person that said it was a really good show was correct. It, it is very beautifully written and the characters are very well developed. And so um, if you've seen the show, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you'll still know what I'm talking about. But one of the characters is Lewis Litt and he's brilliant. Like, you know, he is equivalent in gifts and talents as his peers at the law firm because it's about a law firm, a corporate law firm. But Lewis has a very low self-esteem. And I was like, oh, I know that energy well, because I know I talk to a a lot of people suffering with low self-esteem and how it takes away from the life that they want. So I want to tell you this. At this stage in your life, if you're listening to my show, just by the energetic frequency I put out, low self-esteem is a choice. And so I'm going to give you some tips to help you shift out of it. It does not have to be this lifetime thing that you're just constantly running through life with a low self-esteem. You can start to heal it. It will take some energy, it will take some focus, but it will be worth it. Because many of you, just like Lewis Litt, are brilliant and you have gifts and talents that need to be in the world. You have things that you want to do in your life. You have desires you want to fulfill, but low self-esteem seems to like cut off all of your good effort. And so this show, I'm going to give you some step-by-step guidance on how to shift the energy of low self-esteem. And then my prayer is that you will take this wisdom and then go and expand so that you can heal. Right now, in this moment, it is your choice. And my prayer is that you will choose to cultivate high self-esteem because it's, it's everything that you want. Your vision won't come into fruition until you get to a place of higher self-esteem and you can do it. It's little shifts. Some of them might feel big in the moment, but they really are just little shifts in perspective. So first and foremost, if we're replacing the energy of low self-esteem with high self-esteem, number one, you got to start to celebrate your strengths. And what I find, because I read a lot of energy for people with low self-esteem, they know what their strengths are. They know what they're good at. But then there's still this like need 
to be perfect and liked and their strengths and the way they value their strengths on any given moment is based on something outside of them. You have to know that you have gold within you and you have to hold that as sacred and it's not contingent on anything outside of you. So yes, you won't ever be perfect, but you have things that make you special, that make you amazing, things that you're really good at, your strengths, your talents, your abilities, hold those as sacred. Focus on using those strengths. Don't base the value of those strengths on anything outside of you. Do what you do best and stay in your lane. You don't have to be good at everything. You don't have to compare yourself to anybody else. Just do you. Number two, feel good about yourself. It's, it's a little bit of metaphysics 101, but that's what we say all the time as teachers. Please, please feel good about yourself. Life gets easier. The reason why I'm taking this tone is because one of the things I've noticed about low self-esteem is that it's a doorway to evil. It just is. All the negative shit comes through low self-esteem. If you don't open the door to low self-esteem, nothing negative can come in as a result of it. So stop opening the door. Like, it's really cool looking at this character because I'm like, oh my God, what a perfect example. Like, he could do something so great and then his low self-esteem kicks in and it just fucks it all up. So you open the door to negative shit happening in your life, myself included. There was definitely a lot of times in my life where I have done that because of low self-esteem. And so the more you start becoming aware of what low self-esteem looks like, the more you can stop engaging that energy in your life. So feel good about yourself. And learn to feel good about yourself without outside influences. It's that moment where you wake up and you're laying in your bed, even if you share a bed with somebody and it's just you and you know that you are okay. You know that everything is all right. You know that you are enough. That is the feeling that I want you to learn to hold on to. So feel good about yourself. Next, learn to channel your anger in healthy ways. So folks with low self-esteem, consistently I see that they have an explosive anger. And you can unlearn that. I know for myself, I, I had it when I was younger. Uh, I had to unlearn it. I had to unlearn it. And I would encourage you to all learn how to channel your anger in really healthy ways. You don't stuff it down, feel the feeling. It's nothing wrong with that feeling. What's wrong when things go terrible is when we act out of that anger in ways that don't serve us well. So find a way to feel good about your anger and don't feel that you need to act out your anger. So the anger is good because it's a, you know, it's a sign. It's, a, it's an energy within you that has to be honored, but you don't have to stay there and you don't have to act out of it. And so that could be 
you spend a Saturday for five, six hours and you take an anger management course if you need to. You read a book on anger. You make some new commitments to yourself about how you're going to use anger. I'm not telling you to stuff it down because that doesn't help. And I actually think people with low self-esteem tend to stuff their anger down. I'm telling you to feel it, acknowledge it, and decide to use it in ways that serve you. Right? Because that was what it was for me. I remember my brother, we were young um, in our, I'd say, like late teens, early 20s. And he had said to me, you can't keep acting this way. My brother's one of the most chillest humans on the planet. And it was something about the way he said it that it wasn't, he wasn't putting me down. He was just saying, you're going to be the one that fucks up your life if you continue to hold on to anger in this way. If you continue to act out of anger in this way, you're going to be the one that gets hurt. And I heard the message. I don't think he used all those words because my brother doesn't use a lot of words. He's a chill guy. But my intuition kicked in even before I called it intuition. I was like, girl, that is going to be a problem. Let's work this out. And really, I didn't, I didn't know much about self-help at that time in my life. I didn't even go and seek out a book. I was just like, all right, it's a feeling. And I don't have to do these certain things out of that feeling. And let's just make a different choice. Yeah. So, so I would say it doesn't even have to be a whole Saturday where you do a course. I think that's a more like elevated approach. But you could just decide. You're not stuffing it down. It is a genuine, real feeling. You're going to find ways to use it and deal with it in the most meaningful, healthy way possible. Okay. Next, self-esteem. Stop, and I mean this, just stop thinking and caring about what other people think of you, both positively and negatively. Yeah, so so I find with when when even my own self-esteem is low, I start getting really really consumed by thoughts of what other people are thinking about me. But the truth is we don't ever really know what people are thinking about us positively or negatively. You could be in a public field like myself where people review your things, they say things and it still not have an impact on your insides, right? Sure. Yes, there was a time when I first released my novels where I felt insecure, right? My self-esteem was a bit low. And so a review would come through and it it would be like, huh. But I quickly got wind to like, hey, I, this is the nature of the industry. If I'm going to be in the industry, I'm going to learn how to, I have to learn how to deal with it. So I put myself in some therapy. And then once I did all that I could psychologically, I trained myself to look at that whole process differently where I wasn't taking it on, right? So stop thinking and caring about what other people think of you, both positively and negatively. Who cares? Someone could give you immense praise and yes, you deserve it. You totally deserve that immense praise, but it doesn't need to take you on these highs and lows. And I'll continue to add to that point because I think that is fundamentally the energetic pattern with low self-esteem is it takes you on these high, these very big highs and these very big lows in your state, your energetic state. All right, next, 
only hold a positive perspective of yourself. You can forgive yourself. You can trust yourself. You can be confident in who you are. You're just a human. You're not better or worse than anybody else. That is, if you want to go spirituality next level, really what God has always been calling us to do is to not put people on pedestals, not put ourselves on pedestals, not put ourselves below in the ground in a hole. Don't put other people below in a ground in a hole. Just see us, see yourself as equivalent to everybody else and see everyone else as equivalent to you, your human beings. So I think that will help as you start to just hold a positive perspective of yourself. You're good. You're good. That is one thing I tell people all day, every day, is that they're good. It's their perspective of themselves their negative perspective of themselves that takes them down a road they don't want to go down. And it all just can be resolved with deciding, I'm good. I'm good. It's not up or down. I'm so terrible. Oh my God, life hard. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Because from there, if you did actually make a mistake or something, um, or you misjudged a situation, you can course correct and it doesn't have to chase you around for for decades, right? You can say, oh, I forgive myself. I learned what I need to learn from this experience and I will make different choices as I move forward. And if I need additional help to help me make those good choices, I will go and seek it, right? Okay, next. Oh man, of course I get on here and the, the laptop starts blinking. So next, keep ups and downs in perspective. Okay, now we're going to get the realness. If we're manifestors, and you are because you listen to this program, if we're manifestors, because that's mostly what I'm concerned about, is I want you to get what you want. And it's really difficult. I found people with low self-esteem. I can give them the best manifestation tools under the sun. And they still not get what they want because they can't hold the energetic vibration of what they want because of low self-esteem. It's up and down and up and down and up and down. So keep your ups and downs in perspective. In other words, find your center and stay there. Your mood and your energetic state does not have to fluctuate with the ups and downs of life. You can stay calm even as the storm is circling around you. You can stay centered even as the, it doesn't mean you're not going to feel feelings. Oh my gosh, yes, you will feel feelings. But it, it, your inside is rooted into truth. Your insides are rooted into that you are safe and you are protected and you are whole and you are enough, right? Your insides knows that God has got you. But when you're going up and down and up and down and up and down, so is your faith. So is your belief. So is your sense of self. So it makes it difficult to make decisions that are in alignment with your truest desire. Now, if there is a situation or person 
that takes you in those up and down states. Like maybe it's um, like I have, there's someone in my life right now that I'm working them out of the system. It's a, a business relationship, not my business, but we're in, we're doing business together. And anytime I interact with this person, it just, it just throws me in a, it just, because I, they're very manipulative in their approach. And I don't think they realize that that's not appropriate. And so, because I'm so sensitive, it, it throws me off energetically every single time. Right. And so what I've learned is I can say, no, I can say, nope, we're not communicating in that way. Nope, we're going to talk through this person, right? Nope, I'm not going to engage this conversation. You can set healthy boundaries. But here's the thing, my friends. Low people with low self-esteem tend to not set any boundaries. They, A, they either take the attitude that I can handle it. I should be better. I should be able to do it. I should be able to withstand this. Believe me, I've been there many times in my life. That's how I stayed married as long as I did because I kept telling myself I can handle his family I can handle this no come on people with healthy self-esteem don't put themselves in places where they're going to feel bad where they're going to feel uh, unnerved because it's not so much that moment it's recovering from that moment so you lose hours days even of your life when you're interacting with something that does take you out of your center you can choose not to. And so I want to encourage you to choose to not deal with it. Choose to set healthy boundaries. Stop telling yourself that I'm a strong, I need to be a strong person or I can handle it. No, God never required us to go into a den of snakes. You know, like we're not required to, to withstand because we can't, we, you know, we're human beings. We can't. That's why you'll often hear in personal development and even biblically be around people who are like you, who are going in the direction you want to go in, who are high vibrational, who are centered in the same truth as you live in. Be around people who align with the energy that you want to live within, right? The equally yoked, um, you are the sum total of the five people you're around the most. All that shit is real. I used to deny it. I used to, when I was in my low self-esteem, I used to tell myself like, oh, I can handle it. It's no big deal. So-and-so may act that way, but that doesn't affect me. Sure as hell does. It, it always does. And it, it's in ways you could never predict. So I would say to you, one of the ways to keep yourself out of the ups and downs is to be more mindful of who you surround yourself with. And you can choose when you're in situations that, like given mine, we're in a contract, so we have to, I have to deal with this person. But you can choose in that to set healthy boundaries, right? And then move out of it, right? As soon as I can, <laughs> moving out. I'm like, nope, I will never deal with you again. And I will never think of them again either when I go, right? And that, that is the essence of high self-esteem. We think high self-esteem has to do with attractiveness or are you popular? Mm -mm 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 -mm. It's all an inside job, right? The meekest, quietest person in the room could have the highest self-esteem. So be willing, be willing. All right, next, and this is the one, friends, I hear this one all the time psychically, 
when I speak to people. And it, it and it's um and it's hard. It, it it is very hard energy to deal with. So I would encourage you, if you do love the people around you, to and you do this to correct it as soon as you possibly can. And that is stop taking everything personally. I've been there. So so in no way am I making you wrong in this. Believe me, I've spent much much of my life taking everything personally and it does not serve us well. Stop making everything mean something about you. And when you take things personally, remember I said I was going to bring this up. What I have found is it opens the door to evil. Whether you believe, well, we call it by different names. I'm using evil. Um, but negative energy, negative situations, bad things happening. Because what I find psychically when I'm reading the energy of someone talking to me because they're taking something personally in their life, it's like they're living in another reality and they can't even fix the problem. That's what, that's the devastating part. They think there's a problem. And they can't fix it because they're taking everything so personally that they've made up a whole nother world. And so it's not even fixable. It's quite fascinating when I hear it psychically. And it's very difficult to explain to people when they're in it. But let's just decide you're not in this right now and you're not taking it personally. I pray you're not. I pray you're not. I pray you're not. Uh, though <laughs> there have been times in my life where I, I would have listened to a podcast just like this and took it very personally what the, oh my God, that's me. I'm doing that. No, please come on. This is for your greater good. So what happens when you do take everything so personally, that's when you start making bad decisions. That's when you use your energy in ways that don't serve you well. That's when you get aggressive. Passive aggressive and aggressive, they're all in the same category. That's when you're mired in guilt and shame that so, about something that's usually not even your fault, right? You know, you're just making yourself wrong. So stop taking things personally. And it takes practice and it takes work. And just try, try to start not taking things so personally. What my spirit guides told me the last time I read it for someone that was taking things really, really personally is to return to truest desire. Because if you root into your truest desire, all that impulse and the thought process that, that's rooted in taking things so personally starts to dissipate, right? Like if you just root into, okay, what do I really, really want? And you focus on that. Then you stop caring about all this stuff around you. I find that people that take things so personally tend to not really be going for their truest desire. They're either compromising or settling for less than they want. And it's almost like taking things personally becomes like a really great way to use their energy. And it's it, great in the self-sabotaging sense. Like they don't, they don't have to be accountable anymore, Right. It's a great um, deterrent, like, oh, I'm miserable in this area of my life. I'm going to take this thing really, really, really personally. So I want to encourage you to, if you are a person that takes things personally, root back into truest desire. 
Like I'd say, go spend a, a week just asking yourself, what do I really, really want? And then do that. What do I really, really want? And then do that. Because then you'll start to tune out all the noise outside of you. Your truest desire is of God because it nurtures us. It serves us. It, it heals us. It, 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 all the, the pitfalls of, of humanity you can avoid them when you root into your truest desire. So the things that matter, the things that uplift, the things that you want in your life, the blessings you want to bring into fruition, the truest desire of your heart be there and you can heal a lot of taking things so personally. I found that that, that was what solved it for me is when I recommitted to my truest desire and, and got really honest with areas where I was settling and trying to make myself like it everything got better from there. Everything got better. So truest desire. Next, focus on what you can change, right? It's very much the serenity prayer. Uh, Focus on the things that you actually can change. So if there's something that's not going well in your life, focus on changing it from the highest and greatest good within you. Because that's what people with high self-esteem do. People with low self-esteem stay in shitty situations. You don't have to stay in city situations. My spirit guides were saying, as I was writing notes, I'm like, spirit, I'm like, you know, it it looks like the people with low self-esteem, without knowing it, they become a shitty person. And 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 it's not uh, um, in no way because I'm speaking energetically. I'm not a psychologist. I'm, I'm a spiritual worker. In no way am I saying you're a shitty person. No, no, that's not it. It's just that. When you have low self-esteem, you become a magnet to shitty situations and it begins to affect you energetically. It starts to reshape your being until you decide to unshape it that way. So you always have a choice. And I think when you can focus on what you can change, you are taking your power back and you are making choices again. You're not just stuck in it. You get to have your the strength and the, the power of making decisions. We talk a lot in, in metaphysics and in spirituality about the power of your decision. You always get to make decisions for yourself. But when you are mired in low self-esteem, you forget that you have that choice. You feel stuck. You feel indecisive. You feel like the world is working against you. So focus on the things that you can change for your greater good. Again, focus on truest desire. Release the energy that you can fail. And here's what's so cool. As as I shift more and more and more and more and more into focusing solely on truest desire, I stop thinking about failure. Like, it's not like it's not a shadow in the background, but where it used to be like way up in the front of my mind, now it's like way in the back. And I think it's because when we're settling, we, we, we just intuitively, whether we want to admit it or not, know it's going to fail. Settling doesn't work. It doesn't work. So focus on what you can change. Focus on your truest desire. Make changes that support you living out your truest desire and see that everything is an opportunity. Even the terrible things is an opportunity. 
It's an opportunity for you to see yourself in a different way. It's an opportunity for you to reposition yourself so your attention is focused on truest desire. It's an opportunity to let something go that doesn't serve you well. It's an opportunity to see the truth in a situation. So focus on what you can change. All right, all right. So if you really want to be a good person, I know many of you want to be good people. Uh, and I poke at that because I think that there there is this world where people take on being a good person and it, you take it too far, right? But let's just play with it for the sake of it. So if you truly want to be a good person, you need a healthy self-esteem. Because if you're thinking all this negative shit about yourself and taking everything personally and in reactive mode, you're not a very good person. It goes back to the character, this Lewis Lit character in Suits. Like he really wanted to be liked. He wanted friends. He wanted people to see his goodness. And when he acted out and all the times he acted out, that's what got in the way, right? So if you really want to be a good person, work on the self-esteem. If you need help with that, get help. And just just start shifting the way you see yourself and you see the world. High self-esteem will make you a better and more intentional manifester. I believe when people are really getting what they truly desire, they're just better people, right? Because we kind of have to be, like, we have to feel the feelings of it being ours, right? Well, it feels really good to get what we truly want. So you become a better manifester. You feel good more of the time. Really, that's that's why I'm even teaching this, because I want you all to be a good manifester, remember? So high self-esteem Look at it from that vantage point, like, oh, I'll get more of what I want if I work on cultivating high self-esteem. All right. Here's how we start to heal it. Start noticing your thought patterns. Change them if if they're not working. You don't have to think that thought. Even if it pops in your mind, that's fine, but you don't have to focus on it. You don't have to hold on to it. You don't have to keep repeating it. What I have found is that when I am repeating a negative thought over and over and over again, granted, I am a psychic, but I everybody has intuition. There's a message in that for you, but when you're in low self-esteem, you can't even see the message, but just start hear me say like, hey, there's probably some something I need to do right? Because the intuition is always guiding us as to what to do, what actions to take. So if you're repeating a negative thought over and over and over again, that's making you feel bad about yourself, or you're feeling bad about yourself, so you're thinking thoughts, it becomes quite circular that make you feel bad about yourself. Then I would say, take a step back, breathe, relax, and say, hey, there's probably a sign in this for, for me. If I'm continuing to repeat this thought, there's a sign in this for me. There's one approach. It could also just be programming. Maybe you had a parent that had low self-esteem and they that's the way they approach life. You can shift out of that as well. You can give that energy back to them. You can decide to reclaim your life and your experience and your existence and your time on this planet in this body. So there are some approaches here, but
but start just noticing and then shift. Shift so they align with who you really want to be instead of being in reactive mode, right? And, and I think the key is, is you're defining who you really want to be. Stop looking at outside influences and be who you are. Yes, there will be things that inspire you and motivate you and uplift you. And, oh, man, that gives me, that's, that's, you know, I want to do something similar to that. You'll have those moments. Fine. Yes, by all means, have those moments. But ultimately, you are your own person. So be yourself. Just be yourself. And it's fine. Like, you know, we're, you're, we're energetically sensitive people. We might be around somebody's energy and, and pick it up a little bit, but you just return back to center. And maybe there's a piece to it that really does help you, but you still bring it back to center. So start noticing your thought patterns and change them, change them into who you really want to be and keep getting more and more and more clear about who you want to be, right? Here's what's so beautiful, my friends. You can be whoever you want to be. And I know often we think of that power from, oh my God, bad people do that. No, good people do it all the time. Bad people just do it and do bad shit and then they get caught and we hear about it. But there are tons of good people who are choosing every day to be who they want to be. If you want to be powerful and sexy and alive and beautiful, you get to be that just by the thoughts that you think. And when you think different thoughts, you feel different feelings, that changes your vibration and you take different actions. It's not about the world outside of you. It's about who you are on the inside. It's how you see beauty. It's how you see power. It's how you see success, right? So really decide who you want to be and then make conscious, really conscious choices on being that person. Next, be mindful of what you're focusing on. Your focus is powerful, man. I can't, I can't not Cannot stress that enough. What you focus on is, and you focus on it for long enough and with enough force behind it energetically. And, and most of that force comes from your feelings, right? So if you're focused on something from a really negative feeling place, you can manifest that into form really quickly. The same goes positively. So be mindful of what you're focusing on. Choose to see things as they are while staying optimistic. I think what happens here, um, I wanted to just say, be more optimistic, but I find that people with low self-esteem, they try to be optimistic about shitty situations. So my spirit guides, when I was going to them on that, I'm like, hey, wait, 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 wait. I can't put that down. The message that I got was, be honest with yourself, see things as they are, and then make the conscious choice. That's the power, right? It's not just be positive. It's making the choice to be positive. So you see things as they are. You acknowledge what you can change and what your, where your, your influence is in your own life. And then you consciously choose to be optimistic. And then, of course, I'll say it again. You got to forgive yourself. Just start learning to forgive yourself. Learn to forgive yourself. Learn to receive 
I think people with low self-esteem are are terrible receivers. I was there right there with you. You can start with compliments. Say Just say thank you. You don't need to give it back. You don't need to, unless you genuinely feel that, like do it from a place of truth, but don't feel like, oh my God, somebody did something for me. So I have to do something for them. Low self-esteem. Just learn to receive. Oh, thank you. Be fair. Be fair in your perceptions, in your judgments of yourself. Are you thinking you're just terrible and awful and you fucked that up so badly? Or you are assuming that if something doesn't work right away, then it must mean it's never going to work. Or, oh, you couldn't be good at that. Like, be fair. Because I think as you start to be more and more fair with yourself, you will start to... You will start to show up in a more genuine way in your relationships. I think I what I find with as I read energetically for people with low self-esteem is that they are very unfair to themselves. And then they are far too fair for the the low level energies in their life. Right. So they give way more credit to another human being than they do to themselves. And they put up with a lot of garbage they don't have to put up with because of low self-esteem. So be willing to be fair with yourself and then it'll shift the way you're doing your life. Practice self-love. You know, I, I, probably once every six months I do a show on self-love. So out of the thousand, if you, wherever you're looking for my podcast, I don't know if they have a search bar. but look for the show on self-love. You can always just go to Google images, type in Louise Hay self-love and somebody's made some poster on some website and you can look it over because those are the basic principles of self-love and just learn them and practice them. Value yourself, right? But I, I think that it's really difficult to value ourselves when we are not letting ourselves to receive, when we're being really unfair with ourselves, when we're not practicing self-love. So valuing yourself is four on this list. Do the other three and then valuing yourself will naturally come. It might take a little work to cultivate it, but it won't be such a reach. I think it's very difficult to value yourself if you don't love yourself. It's very difficult to value yourself if you are being unfair to yourself all the time. It's very difficult to value yourself when you don't know how to receive, right? or you don't let yourself receive. And then lastly, just decide that having a high self-esteem is important. When you make it a priority to heal your self-esteem, it heals. I'll tell you that, friends. It heals. It heals. When you decide to make your self-esteem important, you can heal it. You can heal it. And my prayer is, is that this show will already start to do some of the heavy lifting for you. All right, I'm Amy of Intuitive Coaching with Amy. If you're looking for a coach, I'd love to support you. My Massive Result three-month program is a great way to shift energy rapidly in a really potent way where you can see rapid transformation, very rapid transformation. And um, I love it. I, I, I promote the one year all the time, but I don't promote the three month enough. It's a, just a very concentrated time where you can get a lot 
done. You can shift a lot of energy and see transformation rapidly. So consider my massive result three month option. Um, it's in the, if you go to the drop down on my website, intuitivecoachingwithamy.com, you'll see massive result and the three month option is there for you. And PayPal allows you to pay it. Um, you can finance it through PayPal. I think it's like pay in for or pay later. So that's an option for you with the three-month program. It is an honor and a joy to serve you. I look forward to connecting with you again on the next podcast. Thank you for listening.